Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Southland Season 4, Episode 3, entitled Community. Written by Jason Horwich, directed by Felix Alakala. I gave this episode a standard 8 out of 10. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't particularly uh, exciting or, you know, just didn't get me... <laughs> deeply engaged uh there were a few moralistic questions raised in this episode about what it means to be playing hall monitors for the community but also what it means for for moral vengeance or street justice to play itself out and i think those are interesting questions to play with but uh in the end um while i did like the script it simply just wasn't one of my more engaging episodes before we do jump into the review wherever you're listening to this podcast apple podcast podbean stitcher spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback on this show or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com so it's hood day on the streets of los angeles i clearly am not in the hood because i didn't even know there was such an occasion sammy and Ben continued to be the dynamic opposing duos. Ben with his first partner had everything that was expected of someone being put back on the street. Here's the ethical dilemma. This is how you do the job correct. This is what it means to be a good officer. And then on the flip side, Ben has now been partnered with someone who's more seasoned, more jaded, more cynical, and that's starting to rub off on him. And it's a good juxtaposition to explore. And you see in this episode, there was a direct line from Cooper being like, oh, my partner would have done this. But it's not the same Ben. Ben is starting to reevaluate what it means to be a police officer. He still has that that white knight bit about him, but the shine is starting to wear off. Even to the point that he no longer is even shamed by his mistake. He's rather leaning into the notoriety of it because he's being surrounded by nothing but jaded individuals that have a much more compromised viewpoint of how things should play out when it comes to law and order sammy is still living his life vicariously through the love life because Ben is a straight up hoe and I don't get it. I don't get his attractiveness. I never did. I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying (laughs) he tends to attract certain groupies 
and he thinks it's sexy to show one of them his youtube video oh lord he's dragged about it at roll call the new sergeant basically tells them that you have to keep your police presence there don't let anything pop off unfortunately he he leaves ben in charge of checking sammy so you get nothing you lose good day sir he hopes his good boy routine would rub off on him but no he tells him exactly why well first it's day day if you're gonna come up with a street name come up with a better one he begins the day by having all their cars impounded and he brings the officers cups of coffee he uses this in a blatant uh display of power to say that the people around this neighborhood don't want you here he tells them that their trees basically they don't have any relevance i run this neighborhood brian doesn't want that to happen so he has decided he's going to take proactive actions despite the fact that his captain wants him to stay there and babysit he decides fuck it he keeps getting up in my face he uh doesn't want me here everyone else don't want us here so let's go somewhere else he also tries to get uh the baby mama turned on uh day day and it's sad because she had a child by him but it seems as if it was a matter of uh not consensual and that he's just another one of the girls so they're trying to use any type of influence they can to to try to not only flip them but hey this is in your best interest as well it's a slippery slope and this is why i'm not a police officer because i feel that on a certain level as a person i get it right he explains to ben who very half-heartedly is like captain said captain said then he tells him look he tried to get someone to join his gang he was a 14 year old good student didn't want to so he sodomized him and he uh has if someone else wants to go after him and take him out for that then i'm gonna let justice do its thing nobody wants us there let's not be there later bitch get fucked they got a two separate calls one of them was straight up bullshit racist bullshit white bitches talking about hiding underneath in their car because a dude is sitting outside but then again i did laugh when he's like yeah i'm about to jack this bitch (laughs) ridiculous and then not only that a white woman calls 911 and two damn whole cop cars show up lovely so they start flirting with them and so they get another call well then they go get some tacos then they get another call to a game where she tased the coach she's talking about it's life and death no it's really not it's really not you're going to jail now and your child is over there absolutely with his head in his lap are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing that's when they get the call that things 
popped off everybody died like it's like six bodies it's funny that you never want the police there but when shit pop off you're like where were you where were you <laughs> is any my protection or you don't uh what what do you mean where was i where was where's day day so the the baby mama she ends up snitching on day day's location so they go and they find him and they give chase sammy takes him down he uh he cuffs him his partner was chasing someone else his partner's out of peer view and as he walks away leaving him cuffed i love the camera just turned away and he was already like halfway down the block like fuck motherfucker got some forrest gump damn legs run ben lost his and they come back and that dude was dead he was not only beaten with clearly a baseball bat someone just took a homemade knife out of the kitchen and stabbed him in the back with it and you knew that was about to happen because everybody in the neighborhood came out saw what happened saw ain't no police and no cameras he been calling them trees disrespecting turning a neighborhood shitty so justice came out and was served and they're like it's a shame that detective resources are going to be wasted on say uh serving say solving there we go solving (laughs) this crime there's a lot of mob justice and what it means for neighborhood justice to occur that it's it's a tricky moralistic question would i personally have beat the shit out of someone if i saw them outside my neighborhood handcuffed all by themselves and he's yelling like if i don't if you don't help me then i'm gonna make your life a living hell well then at that point everyone outside that he saw consider themselves in danger so in a lot of ways they protected themselves and no one needs to come forward to say who exactly did what it's an unsolved murder let's not waste resources that's my two cents about it ben has also decided and is definitely considering moving away from the city going to the suburbs joining his fellow officers he's told the benefits of having a walmart a super kmart did he mention kmart i haven't seen a kmart in forever but it also is a difference between exactly the communities you have one that have a massive amount of resources and another that even when they try to get some resources the the thugs in the neighborhood rob the damn school because that's something i mean why take away from these communities the little shit that they have And I think that goes to Sammy's mindset. I want to protect the people that want to be protected. I don't want to protect the people who don't. It is a constant battle he and Ben seem to be in. Particularly when it comes to the gang side of things. There's not much more to say about this other than it happened. (laughs) It occurred the best part was when the captain's like hmm well did you follow procedure always (laughs) yeah not much to say other than uh don't don't be 
celebrity out there and getting your asses caught on camera but it is something that is communicated all the way in 2012 and in 2022 some police officers still surprised um and you would think that would cut down on police brutality and yet and yet they were like what i mean i found out that the two officers that returned a minor child to jeffrey dahmer was only temporarily suspended before being readmitted back onto the force <clears throat> bullshit it's that type of racist behavior negligence abusive privilege all of the above that makes it really well one makes the platform black lives matter relevant but also makes it really hard to trust that police officers give the same benefit of a doubt to or the same uh of protection in those communities than if it was west hollywood and oh my god there's a black person and they're on a bike (laughs) they're gonna take my car and i just got lost in third street and why am i in a freaking like uniform for no like reason But that's that toad line that Sammy plays because you could be doing anything else besides sitting here trying to pick up girls on the street. When you hear about the pieces of shit though that they they are, you can't help but not feel sorry for them. (laughs) Let's check in with John and Tang. They are feeling really good and juvenated despite the black eye and the soreness as they prove their metal by taking down that uh meth head last episode he also took her advice and got his shit cleaned at her dry cleaners as she recommended they first investigate a robbery and we learn a little bit about the orthodox jewish tradition about how they are expected to not call the police it's part of the they they were giving me a lot of information on this and while it was interesting it wasn't particularly captivating because they find the guy she gets her stuff back she starts crying because she's like i'm going to do the right thing it's basically what happens when your religion comes into conflict with uh with doing the right thing and what it means to do that versus sticking to sticking to what her father said it it could be a generational thing but i wasn't looking for too deep a metaphors there (laughs) the other storyline was a little bit more tantalizing because the guy comes up to him and says look i've been assaulted because they have written in sharpie child molester on the back of his head they put him in the car and they immediately take him to where the assault took place he points out the guy that did it he tells him look if you think he's breaking the law call his parole officer but otherwise back off no one is happy to see this person in their neighborhood it's mirroring the same exact situation happening with dede and his neck of the woods and there's a group of them 
living in this home and it's bothering the community despite john getting up in the ponytail's face and telling them to back off they later get a call and discover that now i'm not sure if they just burned down the freaking community or if they (laughs) i mean burned down that house my apologies or if they actually murdered those people and i think that there is a huge difference between the two uh because i don't think you have the right to murder someone even if they're child molester if you feel that they shouldn't breathe that is not for you to do um and as cooper said if you think that they're doing something they should not then you need to report it to the parole officer and then take it through the proper channels right i understand if oh i've done all this and and even you know it's not a justification for but certainly would cause you to do something irrational if you were getting a no response but that's not what it seems no one wants these people here he talks about how they have been pushed out of wherever they've been there's a conversation that tang and cooper have where he's like if it was up to me i would have taken a knife and you know dug it into his forehead and she's like yeah but i understand that there's this thing such as they serve their time there's rehabilitation he's like nope we need to chop off their dicks not chemical castration so a lot of hot topic hot topic debate here here's my two cents on the matter once you have been called out for being a pariah for the molestation of children you no longer get to be stigmatized the same way as everyone else in society whether you think that's fair or not it's simply the way it is a murderer can be convicted and be released and still has to deal with the stigma in society that makes it harder for him to get a job those are the reasons why we put those things in place so that we try to deter crime now i know every situation is not the same so on and so forth the rightness of the justice system is is totally a different scenario for this i'm talking in particular child molestation she brought up one of the guys that's like had a drunk night he's called streaking yeah i think that it's a little messed up that we don't know how to deviate from certain sex crimes like there's been ones where the girl's like 15 and he's 17 you're yelling statutory rape yeah in some counties you can do that it's it's uh it could be a little messy in there i'm not saying that's not part of it but i'm i'm really going for the people that have been absolutely 100 percent convicted if you get out of jail when you get out of jail for serving your time you then do not have a huge amount of leeway in life in which to not be labeled and that's the you cannot in anyone's mindset ask someone with children or that are children around or seeing children around and not feel as if they are in immediate danger it takes up your anxiety it 
you know i i know there's a map i see them all the time if you can go and see where the the the, the check the sex child sex uh registry i believe it's different in every state but you find out where there's the ones around you in the neighborhood because they're made to do that and you can even check and see because once you're registered you're registered you can check and see exactly what they did here's the thing um the idea with the guy being like i just want to be left alone well unfortunately if you move to any type of neighborhood they're like well i can't move here i can't move here tough titty said that kitty <laughs> I, I you cannot expect as it stated for for your life to go back to what it was before for you to wriggle yourself out of that label so in a certain way would how do we do that i don't know about the chemical castration or you know if you want to volunteer for that shit because this is how i also and i'm not saying it in any type of um intelligent educated manner right now because i don't really feel like it but yeah i i think kids is where i just personally i draw some type of line they're the most vulnerable uh, people on this planet and it's it's one of those unforgivable things even if even if the law says you're forgiven you're a pariah you're a societal pariah and thus don't be crying woe is me if that's the rest of your life the rest of your life is that you get to live it it's not that you get to live it comfortably it's not that you get to live it with uh all of your sins in the closet and you know i just want to move like no you are no longer the trust has been gone out of the window out of the window and so what would be the solution to me i think there needs to be more facilities or communities that cater to this type of population and i think that those communities would have like a certain type of restriction like oh you know you can come in here you can live here you can have this identity as you would like however know that you're gonna go into something where you're gonna i I don't know i don't know i don't i'm not pretending like i have all the solutions but i do think something of that variety because why couldn't you have that same idea but build it out in a country because that is something that would be because he's like at least that's what he said like at least alcatraz had or napoleon had a had a island and i'm like napoleon was a was a politician and he wasn't a child molester so that is not a very relevant uh, analogy whatsoever and secondly there's nothing to say you can't go out there and build a motherfucking cabin out in the woods if that's what you really want for solitude the difference is you don't want that you want to be welcomed back into the community as if you are and you will never be and that is the simple truth of the matter right or wrong that's just how it is i wouldn't go so far as to carve a knife into your forehead however the bristling at the idea like that one woman came over she had a pregnant you know she was very heavily pregnant when everyone was saying 
you know i the one that did it i'm the one that did it no one took responsibility and i think if they murdered someone someone it's it's a different situation and scenario but if they just burned down that person's home that that home i'm not condoning it but i can see how things spiraled out of control and then that's exactly what tang said it's my it's our fault this is on us and he's like no this is gonna happen lastly let's talk about uh lydia's storyline with her new partner ruben for most of the episode he just spent it practicing his daughter's kinsietta speech doing a lot of horrible (laughs) um renditions of what he's going to say until he just tells the story of how he how she was born into the world and she's like that's the one they are chasing uh or investigating i should say the death of a woman who took advantage of her own community by pretending as if she gave a fuck but was ripping them off and giving up their homes and it turns out this man who lost everything his drunken son or fucked up homeless son killed her because he couldn't see his father's disappointment twice in life uh when ruben found him and lydia went over there i felt so bad because her face said it all that's nasty then he tried to run and lydia's like oh man stop come on seriously this is please stop that was pretty much what they did this episode nothing too much about it except we learned lydia has a new boo thing and she calls him and says i'll be right over so there is things going on in her personal life that i'm guess is going to be explored further into this season we do have feedback so let's hop into it Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Southland season four, episode three. Uh, man, oh man, it's been uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I've not been watching as much TV as I should be watching. Um, I shouldn't say should be. I shouldn't be watching anything, but that I would like to watch. <laughs> That's the better way of putting it. Um, but yeah, um, I did get, um, end up getting caught up on the new show, um, and that took some of my attention away from the shows that I give feedback for, but, um, I'm here to do that for Southland. Work has been crazy. I had to, uh, prepare for another presentation. I got another one in October. These are not my favorite things to do. My least favorite part of the job, to be quite honest. So, um, a necessary thing, getting up in front of people, telling them about what I do and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's just, uh, I just don't like it. But again, it's important. It's just not something I enjoy. Um, As for this episode, um it was a i'm not i don't know i don't know i mean it was okay i mean it wasn't you know one of my favorites it wasn't horrible either it was just um seemed like there's a lot of just talking (laughs) 
mostly talking, um, but um, we got some different stories. We got Lydia and Ruben uh, trying to solve the murder of this lady who comes to find out is a, what is it called? Con artist, fraud, taking people for all their worth um, in her own neighborhood. And so she was murdered for it. And it seemed like the theme of this one is people that, um, you know, I think the name of the episode is Community, but it's like the community is fighting back, so to speak. Um, And uh, they are doing street justice. Um, They're not depending on the cops to um, even the one scene with um, John and Tang. Um, with the guy, the guy that got attacked on the street and he's like, I, I want to punch him back. So it was just, this episode was just, <laughs> it's just the community fighting back, the community, um, turning the tables, so to speak, on these, uh, people that they feel are terrorizing their neighborhood or doing them wrong. We got the, the pedophile, um that ended up being killed because the community felt that he didn't he wasn't he didn't need to be there they he was a detriment to their their neighborhood and um so they took matters in their own hand then we got crawford who i mean it's just funny to me like you're handcuffed to a um light post and you're talking smack stills like you know, at some point, those that are, are victims or those that have had enough or fed up are going to fight back. And they're going to, in the like, case of this episode, take matters in their own hand. Um, and so they took advantage of the cop not being there and they and they killed him. So we have that. I mean, like I said, Maria, who um, one of the, 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 the dude's son uh, felt like she got what she deserved for what she did to her father and others in the neighborhood. It's funny to me, I don't know why they like this show Ben with all these different women. I'm like, okay, we get it. You know, he's a ladies man. You know, he's able to get in all these different women's panties. I'm like, do we really need to see this constantly? Um, No offense, I like Ben, but I don't need to see him running through women like I some people go through clothes um but whatever I'm sure there's a reason for this um we got Sammy being Sammy um but you know it's like it's funny they spent the whole a lot of the episode when they did leave the um area with Ben being worried that they were getting trouble for leaving the their assignment and yet nothing came of it it's like a whole bunch of people were murdered and then and they ended up catching up to Crawford him getting killed and the uh sergeant didn't even blink an eye so it's like what was the point of that you know it's like all that worrying for nothing I mean the sergeant didn't even seem to care and they didn't even get in trouble so that was uh very interesting then we got Ruben and his daughters Ken Sierra um yeah that was nice of him to or nice of them to um show that 
side of him because I think this is the first time other than they mentioned his wife before. Uh, I think this is the first time they mentioned he had a daughter. So we got to see a little glimpse of his um, family life. Um, and then we have um, Lydia who's calling up someone for a booty call. So that's curious as to who that is and why they were keeping that a secret. I I'm thinking it's not, is it the same guy from her old partner? Or is that, no, cause they haven't shown her dating anybody or being with anybody. So um, anyways, I wish they would show a little bit more of those types of things, but I, this, they definitely showed more than they needed to of Sammy's private life. So um, it's unfortunate, but uh, only and or Ben's like I really don't want <clears throat> to see too much of like I said Ben going from this girl to the next uh, what's going on with Lydia what's going on with you know let's see Ruben's um, life you know we saw Nate uh, when he was alive a little bit of his so I'm curious I mean just to you know humanize them and just for us to or for me to just um get to know the characters a little bit better but anywho on that note that's all i have i mean it's really much wasn't much to this episode so um it was a decent one like i said so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy thank you queen shy with your thoughts on the episode i agree uh we had the same feelings on this episode and it's a trajectory it was just kind of middle of the road a lot of talking a lot of vigilante justice i forgot about that guy that got to punch the other guy because he just said oh he was looking at me wrong so i sucker punched him what that is yeah so that instant karma was nice Uh, i'm with you with presentations i don't like to do them i have to do one next week i'm not looking forward to it had to leave this meeting today as well because i took it over and now she's like oh you're gonna be the point ah fuck why did i set myself up for this but alas alas (laughs) and lastly i agree it is a little overkill with the whole showing of ben and his sex life like i think we got it quite frankly all we needed to see was just him getting out of bed and then a woman being next to him but I think they're trying to give the show a little bit of sex appeal <laughs> and Ben's it. I think though it is meant to convey his emotional state of mind because he stated he decompresses by sleeping with men, women. So the more women he's sleeping with is the more under a certain amount of pressure he feels. And despite the fact that he's brushing off his mistake last week because he was approached up by one of the girls and said why don't you pick someone on someone your own size you little bitch to be known and your name be known out there i don't think that's what ben wants at all and now i think that is exactly why he's trying to change neighborhoods because now he is recognized as that guy and he wants to avoid that stigma on him so that's all I got for this episode as well. If you want to send feedback, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic. <laughs>